Hey guys, this is Liz Cambage. This is Nikki Collins. What up, guys? This is Hey, this is Imani Lee Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. What's up, WNBA Nation? It is so good to talk with you guys yet again. And uh, I'm not going to be doing it myself. Um, it's not just Kyle Haywood here, all lonesome. I brought along a friend, everybody. Logan Jones, how we doing? Kyle, I'm I am anxious, <laughs> but I'm good. I'm good, but I'm <laughs> just anxious. Just a period at the end of that sentence. I am anxious, and that's all. Like, there's true. no, <laughs> you know, because like you, I'm I'm watching and I'm waiting and I'm holding my breath and hoping that you know we're a day closer to basketball. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, you just—I feel like every podcast I've listened to for the last two months has just been like, like discuss, discuss, discuss. But 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 we don't know. Like, <laughs> well, seriously. But hey, before we before we get too far in, can we just run through? You actually sent me this active WNBA player database, um, you know, and which is good because it's all in one. I don't know where. I want to give some cred to where we got this. Do you know the I, link who we got this from? I. I hope I'm correct. I believe <laughs> I believe it's Anila with W Hoops blog. Okay, it, which if it is Anila, like obviously she deserves so much credit. If it's not Anila, Anila still deserves a lot of credit because right. this is something that she, her anyway. if she. If this isn't hers, she has this on her personal computer that she's compiled herself. So, <laughs> but I this probably is Anila's uh, W Hoops blog. Like she just Anila's friend of the program like absolutely love love her so if you guys uh want to check her out uh make sure that you follow her on twitter um and she's got an awesome uh women's hoops blog that is just uh one of my one i i frequent that site uh anytime she posts something new i love to hop on there and see what she's got to say she's very very well versed in women's basketball um so let's let's for the sake of argument, say that this is this is Anila's, um, uh, which it probably is. But uh, let's just, I, I just want to run through real quick and just uh, mention who is not showing up for for each team throughout uh, throughout the league. Just alphabetically, starting with Atlanta, um, a couple of big names on there: uh, Renee Montgomery and uh, Tiffany Hayes. Obviously, are not. Uh, coming, they've decided to sit out for a couple of reasons. Uh, I think primarily their, theirs is, uh, more civil justice, um, and, uh, and Black Lives Matter. Uh, I think that, uh, for those two, it, at least that's what their Twitters are indicating and, and what they've been doing and they've stayed involved with that. So very, so good on them. They've got a couple other players. Um, I don't know how big of an impact those players would have, but yeah, those are the two are big younger. names. I, I know rookie right. Michaela Pivich, who they drafted out of Oregon State. She's sitting out. Um, that right. one might be of interest to you if you're following her. Um, right, out of Oregon those, State. Those yeah. are the big ones. The, but, uh, but all of all five of, of these players have decided to sit out, right? They're all mm, out, yeah. you know. Um, Chicago, let's move on to Chicago. They got uh, Kaya Gillespie. Um, she's out for personal reasons. Sydney Colson out for personal reasons. And Gentile Lavender is injured, uh, received, actually had surgery just not too long ago, actually. So she is out. Um, nothing. I don't, I don't think anything there that's like huge, uh, a, a huge detriment to Chicago, but definitely no, something in, to keep an eye in on. In fact, Chicago is probably the team just based on social media that seems to be having the most like 
summer camp type time in the, yeah. in, the in the in the bubble right now. Probably Chicago and Minnesota, like <laughs> yeah, that's what like it feels. Chicago, Minnesota look like they're like it's like, like it's, high school team camp. Yeah, like you know, we're like, seeing photos of the food and stuff <laughs> like that, and it's it's not ideal, but it seems like it, like today almost felt like the first day of school for a lot of like yeah. a lot of the social media that's going on. It's just like like we're excited that we're back because we're seeing everybody again. But like, it feels like you're at a summer camp. Like you're not in your regular training facilities. You're not in your regular rooming situations. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Connecticut, John Quill Jones deciding to sit out. Um, Dallas Wing. That she's all that's listed for Connecticut, and mm-hmm. Dallas is only missing one as well. And that's Imani McGee Stafford. She's sitting out for law school now. She announced this pretty early on, like during a lot of the COVID. Um, I believe is when she kind of announced this, she kind of was like, Hey, if like, there's a question about this not being a season, I'm going to go, you know, work on some law school stuff, which is awesome. Congrats to Amani McGee Stafford. You know, we, we loved having her on the show. We've had her on, uh, in the past and, and she's fantastic. So that's awesome. She's attending law school down, uh, down in Texas. Um, Indiana actually currently Logan has no players <laughs> sitting out, which is okay. How many how many levels those? is this funny on, right? Like their name is the fever. <laughs> like the irony <laughs> like if the irony that the fever during a, a pandemic are the ones that are like, nope, we're keeping all our players. <laughs> well, and it's funny on that level, and it's also funny because they're also the team we never hear anything about leading up to the draft. Like yeah. it's just always radio silence from it's, Indiana. It's always radio silence. It just seems like all the time. Until like when when games are actually on, you you hear, but like off season stuff, preseason, like Indiana's very quiet. <laughs> Even their draft, they're like, we're gonna we're gonna draft Lauren Cox, and everyone's like, good pick, good pick, and then they just like, and they're like, and number four, <laughs> Kennedy Carter, yeah, like it just moved on. <laughs> Seriously, um, I I like their roster. I actually think Indiana's got this is a discussion we'll have a little bit later, but I really like how Indiana's roster has started to fill out the last two seasons. I think that they've done well um, in uh, in drafts and, and kind of shoring, shoring up a few of their their weak spots. Um, Las Vegas, uh, two big, uh, big names out of Las Vegas will not be playing this summer. Kelsey Plum out with an injury, and Liz Cambage also deciding to sit out. Um, Liz Cambage seems like she's a, a like a, on the spot decision every season. Mm-hmm. And so this is an, this makes total sense that, that we don't see her here this year. I think anybody who is betting heavily that Liz Cambage would return in 2020 after all that's happened is a little bit up in the night. I, I'll bet you, you got some really crazy odds coming out of Vegas if, if for that bet. I am, I am very sad by this. Oh, I, yes. I, I, there are a lot of big players that are sitting out, but she's, I think the, I don't like when people say this about like teams in the playoffs necessarily, but when it comes to players being in the league or out of it, I, the league is just a lot more fun when when Cambage is playing. <laughs> it <laughs> it's so is. much more entertaining. She's she's, she's the only she's point center in awesome. the entire league. <laughs> she's yeah, um, and <laughs> we're gonna miss her. the point guard. Yeah, um, L.A. Maria Vadiva uh, is actually literally unable to come even if she wanted to her her border is closed um christy tolliver out for personal reasons as well as shania gumake uh out for personal reasons those are pretty three you know two really big names and then maria vadiva actually you know i think is understated um what she could 
offer this league. I was really excited to see her, uh, you know, in 2020, see what she could do, uh, for this season. And I'm a little bummed that she won't be here. Um, Minnesota has a pretty, pretty solid list here of who will not be playing. Maya Moore, obviously, uh, still out. Um, and you know what? More power to you. Like, yeah, exactly. She can keep doing what she's doing. <laughs> exactly. She's, she's fine. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, actually, that's not to say all the rest of these players aren't okay sitting out. They all are, by the way, but we're just applauding Maya's, uh, progress with what she's been able to do in, in her personal life. And, um, yeah, just phenomenal. One of the best headlines I've read in 2020, one of the most positive headlines, uh, was, was his release. So, um, Jessica Shepard out with injury, Odyssey Sims, Tammy Feck Benley and Chi Chi Zendelassini out all three of them out with personal decisions. Um, New York, <laughs> I feel like, has a completely different roster than they did uh like I don't, I don't maybe understand a year and a half doing, ago but i'm excited <laughs> i feel like i feel like uh there's like two players maybe on this team still that were <laughs> that were also there uh like in 2018 um several deciding to stay uh, really the two biggest names i'm not there's six out, but the two biggest names, Rebecca Allen for personal decision, Asia Durr. She has a medical exemption because of the COVID-19. Um, I don't know the details on that. Um, but that makes a lot of sense for her to, to sit this one out. So, uh, but that still, they still have a, a really interesting roster that I'm excited to see how this comes together. Uh, Phoenix, Yvonne Turner out with injury, Seattle Storm, Katia Laxa. Uh, out, uh, or deciding to stay overseas. And last but not least, reigning champion, Washington Mystics, Natasha Cloud deciding to sit out, Latoya Sanders deciding to sit out, Tina Charles and Elena Deladon still waiting to hear. Um, they both are, uh, what's it called? I, I believe they are seeking medical exemption. Thank you. That's the, <laughs> that's the phrase. Seeking medical exemption, both of them. Uh, with uh, personal histories that, uh, you know, wanting to look at, at, at this is similar to Asia Dur, right? Medical exemption with for, for COVID-19. So that's the quick rundown of who's missing this season. Um, any initial, th- I mean, I know we kind of went through that quickly, Logan, but initial thoughts or, or uh, you know, what comes to mind as, as we read through this long list of players that will not be uh, joining us in 2022? One is the Mystics. You, you just enjoy your victory tour. You might not win as many games. I don't think yeah. you're going to be the contender uh, without Tina Charles and Della Don out there or Natasha Cloud. You know, like, but you just enjoy it. It's you know, and that's my second. My second thought is it's going to be a wild season. So, you know, it's <laughs> New York's got basically like a college team that just upgraded to a, a pro level because they're half the roster is <laughs> rookies. Half the roster is like. In, like, yeah, like the, the their average age fun, has to be like twenty two. The, the fever, like now, like like the most like healthy team in the. I don't know, um, <laughs> you know the the aces are a heavy favorite to go far, but without Cambage, I you know who knows. It's gonna be a wild season. So Mystics fans, really Buckle fans up. of of every team, your expectations should just be: I'm gonna enjoy every night I get to watch my team play. <laughs> Yep. Like, I'm just going to try to love that there's basketball on. Because if you go into the season thinking this is our year to make a deep run in the playoffs, 
no matter what team you're talking about, I I can't promise you're going to have a good time. It's, it's <laughs> totally true. Uh, Washington, for example, uh, let's say Elena Deladon does get that medical exemption. Ariel Atkins then is the only remaining starter from last year's championship team to be playing in 2020. And that's um, that alone. That's not to say that like Leilani Mitchell and Emma Meesman and, and other players can't fill more of that role. But yeah, I mean, it's just totally different team. Yeah, exactly. Um, Logan, who do you th- like? Just a quick glance. Give me one or two teams that you think would be your favorite. I know this is like way out there, but just one or sure, one or two sure. teams that would I, be. I find it hard to bet against the Seattle Storm as presently constituted. Right. Uh, they have literally, I think, five All Star level, yeah. five five or six All Star caliber yeah. players. And they, their still only there. missing player is is Loxa, who they drafted this year. So. She hasn't been with the team. Right. Um, and so they, they are intact so far. I think they're excited and energized by having Stewie back. And we know what oh, man, they can it, do. It feels like an eternity since we've seen Stewie play it, a WBA yeah, it does. game. It does. <laughs> so and my, my thought is this. The teams that are going to succeed this year are probably going to be the veteran teams that can withstand all of these crazy changes to, mm-hmm. to the schedule and... You know, to in, rosters inconsistency yeah. with you know practicing like a lot of these teams that are heavy on rookies you know this is it's going to be a wild ride for those teams so I think the storm can get through um, the other one that I'm I'm in, I'll say I'm most excited for I I think the sky are rising quickly in a lot of people's eyes and I mm-hmm. think there's merit to that they just there seems to be an energy around that team they've got probably the best guard duo in the game. Uh, they they have enough experience in in making the playoffs last year and and performing rather well that I feel okay you know if if the the sparks fade like I think they will and you know if the Mystics aren't going to have their two big stars and Vegas is missing Cambage which is a huge you know it's a huge problem even though I really like their roster the sky seem like they might be the new blood that can step in and and prove themselves a contender. I'm glad you called those two out. I actually had two others that would I think could uh, stay in that same range. Perfect. That's that's Connecticut. Uh, remember, they just yes. they locked down Dewana Bonner, right? Yeah, John Cole Jones is is deciding to sit out, but they still have Bonner, right? Uh, like they're they've got they've got a pretty solid uh, roster. You know, they still have Alyssa Thomas and Brienne Brienne January still like heading there as well like this is going to yeah, be yeah. i think it's going to be a fun connecticut sun team and, and always kurt miller i mean yes. always again like the, <laughs> the way i i think about it is would you bet against like i phrase this for the storm but same thing goes for kurt miller would you bet against kurt miller muscling a team somehow some way to the finals no especially in a shortened like quick season yeah yeah, yeah. Like, he's, that, he's a perennial coach of the year odds, candidate their odds go way up because of the type of situation that yeah, we're in. totally agree with that. Yeah. The other team I was looking at was Los Angeles, just because they still bring so much star power. Chelsea Gray, Simone Augustus now, which is odd mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I'm still not used to that. Um, you know, uh, Candace Parker, Neko Gumake, like they've got they've 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 got some some big uh, big names there. Uh, they, I, I forgot that they've got Brittany Sykes now. Um, 
And I, I actually like the fit a lot. Yeah, they're missing Christy Tolliver. Yeah, they're missing Shanae Gumake. They still have a lot of star power. So if they can pull it together, um, I think they have enough star power to, to do some real damage in the, in a shortened season. Um, oh man, I just remembered Phoenix still has. Diana Taurasi, Brittany Grainer, and Skydig. Like, how do they? Like, like, it's crazy that Phoenix is not the team. <laughs> because every time I look at them, I think the same thing. But it's just because on every list, they're in between the New York Liberty, who I'm like, you're not going to be good, but I'm excited. And the Storm, who I'm like, you're going to be very good, and I'm excited. And so I yeah. always just have other things going like i think the mercury is going to make us both feel pretty stupid at the end of the year but and you know what they're probably going to win it because i think this is the first year i haven't like got them <laughs> down in my preseason like in the finals so i don't have them in the finals in my predictions for this year which means they're, they're winning the whole thing you're welcome to everyone Merc fan out there. Every every member of the X Factor is stoked that I don't have them in my in my yeah, finals pick. Tarazi's bun, if you're listening, that's instead of being yeah. insulted by Kyle, you should be thanking Kyle because that's because <laughs> that's I'm the, pretty the bad if I yeah exactly. Here, so um, speaking of some some of our yeah. preseason picks, there's some questions I want to ask you, and I we yeah, talked, I talked with Steve a little bit about this uh, last time, but I want to ask specifically about something that came up on Twitter this week. Uh, a lot of people are making their preseason awards predictions uh, mm. two weeks out as as these teams shape up and we get an idea of who's in the bubble and who's going to play. And I am very interested in who Kyle Haywood thinks will be Rookie of the Year. Oh. <laughs> this is tough. This is very tough. Um, I believe... Sabrina Ionescu will win the Rookie of the Year award. I think that she has, and and I'm I don't I don't mean this. You guys know how big of a Ionescu fan I am. Like, just head over heels over this player. Um, that being said, she's got the most like name recognition momentum coming into this season. So unless she totally tanks, it's kind of hers for the taking. Does that make sense? Like, it's kind of like a lot of times MVP can a lot of times go to the player that has, like, the story, sure. right? It's sure. like, yeah, you had the stats, but also, like, you were part of a story during the season. I'm, I'm going to give you a double whammy then. Who do you think will be the biggest challenger to that title? <laughs> You're not going to like my answer. Oh, no. And I don't think Steve's going to like my answer. <laughs> um, I think that Kennedy Carter could step into the Atlanta dream. Really? And make some serious like waves Atlanta right now is looking for their next thing. They brought in Kalani Brown. They brought in Courtney Williams. They've got Elizabeth Williams still. Um, Renee Montgomery and Tiffany Hayes are both sitting out. Like, is there a roster more wide open for the taking? Like, okay. If Kennedy, cause Kennedy Carter's, her style is she's very aggressive. She's very much an, an attacking, uh, an attacking guard, right? She's she likes to have the ball in her hands. She likes to uh, you know uh, get shots up, attack at the rim. Like she's a solid play. And I, I'm only saying this because I think that statistically, I think she might bring the most to the table outside of uh, a Sabrina because I just think that her roster is so open. So that's my reasoning behind it. Plus, I actually I, I believe I'm higher on Kennedy Carter than either of you two are as well. Well. You are, um, 
But you you make a good point that when when she was drafted, one of the reasons I was really down on her was I thought I don't know how much she's going to get the ball in her hands on that team, and now she's going to see the ball a whole lot more. So that's mm-hmm. fair. I am surprised. Well, I'll give you this much: like Jonas Hughes is your pick for for winning it, and I mm-hmm. I think every discussion about rookie of the year has to start with her. Here's here's what I wonder. I'll give you my runner up right now, and that's I think Ruthie Hebert has a chance. And, okay. And I think it has a lot to do with she will get playing time and she will touch the ball and she will play on a team that's going to get a lot of wins. And okay. I don't know how I many that. I don't know how many wins it will take to overtake whatever Sabrina does this year. So like let's just throw out random number like if if Sabrina averages more than Asia Wilson did in her rookie year and and let's say she's getting like 17 and 7 every night. Right. But but the but the New York Liberty win like five games, <laughs> and the Chicago Sky win like twenty games, and they're the second seed. And Ruthie Hebert is a big part of that success. Ruth and Hebert's getting like what, like twelve and eight, right? So like that's I think there's I don't know exactly what the formula is, but there's right. there's some point where it becomes more about she's contributing to like a contender versus Sabrina's crushing it. But it's not translating to wins, and I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know where the balance tips in Hebert's favor, and I don't think it will. But that's why I think she will be the second. I, I think she'll be the runner-up to to Yoniski this year. Okay, let's talk. We haven't had an episode since the players started arriving in the Wubble, so I just want to hear as as we've gone through Twitter, as we've gone through Instagram, as we've seen a lot of what it actually has turned out to be. I want to hear your takes, Logan. Let's just, let's kind of spend the rest of our time here just discussing what we've seen and what's coming um, here in, in the, in the WNBA bubble. Uh, I, the, the first one I'll go to is I like that when they all got there, Jewel Lloyd tweeted out update and then just a bunch of emojis, like the upside down (laughs) smiley emoji and and head explosion emoji. Yeah, I'm sure it's overwhelming to just be like, all right, you're back at work. This is going to be your, you know, your life for the next two months. And I'm sure it's just shocking to be like, this is like, it's to me, it looks like college dorm living is, is what is kind of the vibe I get from it, which could be very fun, but is obviously not what, you know, these players are used to. Um, and I, I messaged her really quickly and it was just like, Oh, like, you know, stay, stay safe in the wobble. Like you'll be safe out there. And she's like, yeah, that's the plan. Like, like, like (laughs) that's, that's what we all hope happens. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but, um, but I, I do like, I, I'm not going to play the comparison game too much, but I, I've seen a lot of the NBA players tweet out like their meals. Um, and honestly, like, I think they just, a lot of things look worse when you put them in little cartons instead of presenting them nicely like you would in a restaurant. Yeah. And so on, I, I really don't think the situation is that bad um, for the NBA, but they've been pretty whiny about it. And I like that the WNBA has complained and, and rightly so about like, you know, like bed bugs and the laundry room and stuff that we've seen on, on Twitter. But for the most part, they've just been like, like sometimes life sucks, but we got a, we got a job to do. And I, they've, they've, there's been an energy around it. And I, I think that energy is missing from a lot of other sports. Like I, I don't think baseball players are particularly excited to be strong armed by the owners into this season that they're about to play. And, you know, I know the NBA players are excited to finish out the playoffs and, and cap their season, but, you know, they're in 48-hour quarantine, basically playing video games all day. 
Um, and the WNBA, I'm, I'm proud of them for basically being like, the accommodations aren't the best. It's like a weird sleepover summer camp where we might catch a virus. <laughs> but you know what? We're going to ball. We're going to ball, and we're going to have a season. And it, and, and I think for that reason, it's the, probably the most confident I am in any of the leagues that they will have a complete season is because they just have this resilient attitude of like, you know what? The laundry room's real gross, and there's like a mouse trap in it. And uh, I guess it's better than not having the mouse trap. Like, let's do this. And, and I think that's a that's a good attitude. Is there anything you've seen that that kind of sticks out in your mind as like really good, really bad? Um, do you remember a few seasons back when they had those? There was like a delay in like a game. Why am I blanking on the details of this? There was like a delay in the game. And the players just started having a dance off in the middle yes. of the floor. Yes. <laughs> like, I feel like if you took that moment and expanded it out through like a whole, like this whole like little uh, season that we're going to have, I feel like that's just this overall feeling that I get is this kind of like, wow, this is really kind of an uncomfortable, not normal situation. I remember that it was, but I'm here with, but I'm here fever at the mystics went to like, are you talking about at center court? They went out and started like dance battling. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like that type of energy is kind of what is needed almost through this. It's like, yes, we're uncomfortable. Yes. This isn't normal. Yes. This is kind of unprecedented for us, but we're going to make the most of it. Mm -hmm. And we're going to, you know, we're we're going to try and be there for each other, and I think it's going to not just be be there for your own team. I think there's going to be a decent amount of going between teams and finding support for, uh, you know, another player that you consider to to be uh, you know a sister type figure for you, mm-hmm. and helping them through maybe a couple hard times as as this season progresses. So. Uh, I, but that's just kind of the feeling that I'm getting is that, yeah, this isn't what we all intended. And yes, maybe we're still all a little unsure about how this is all going to plan, how this is all going to play out, but let's try to make the most of what we, of, of the situation. So I, I agree. I believe, I, I don't know how much new interest the league is going to be able to generate this year you know they a lot of the momentum from the season like the college season oh, and the draft we had so stuff, much momentum you know, it, it this lost was such a lot a, of that and it's too this bad was about to explode but I'll, I'll say this in, instead of you know Jonas Q and and bringing in a lot of new fans and giving more coverage and stuff we wanted to have happen instead this could be a season that we love like looking back on fondly in the future when like when the game does expand and more fans do come in and like like women's hoops is just more a regular part of sports coverage maybe those of us who watch this season will be able to look back and be like that was a crazy year and i'm so glad i got to be a part of it then like and i hope that's the reaction because i i know it's still really dangerous and i know there's a lot of rough stuff going on in the world right now and a lot of difficult conversations happening but I hope that that dance battle energy you mentioned is brought to this whole season and we can look back on it as like, yeah, it was, it was actually like a positive light in the middle of a lot of bad stuff that the women's basketball season was just so fun. And I I hope that's the outcome. And I I believe that there's a a good chance that that will be the outcome. No, I, I agree, dude. I think that, I think that that's definitely 
going to have to be our attitude moving forward with this. Logan, as we go to, let's go, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. But, uh, for anybody who's listening in for the first time or maybe hasn't listened in for a little while, uh, run down how the, how they can get a hold of us, how they can find us, um, and, uh, any requests that we have of, of our listeners today. Yeah, well, first of all, you're obviously listening to uh, to the show, but if you want to interact with us, the best place to find us is on Twitter at WNBA Nation Pod. Uh, we will pop up if you're following all the other WNBA folks already as a suggested account because we're all friends with each other. Uh, we will keep you updated on the latest on who's sitting out and who's in and what kicks we like the most. And uh, we, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode of the show and any of our past episodes that you've just recently caught up on. Uh, we also are very open to if, if there's any question we asked each other in this show that you want to answer. If you have a rookie of the year pick or a runner up pick that you think is spicy, go ahead and tag us in it. Let us know. Uh, we'd love to, to to get into that with you guys. Um, I think that's it. Uh, it. You know, listen. Obviously, rate review our our podcast as you see fit across uh, Stitcher and Apple Podcasts and whatever you use. And uh, we really appreciate the five-star ratings. Uh, they help us float to the top so that people can find us easier and, and enjoy our show. Uh, we also have a Patreon set up, which Kyle can tell you more about because we just redid a bunch of stuff with it <laughs> and you understand it way more than I do. That's right. Uh, and those of you who are patrons, we want to give you a special thank you, a special shout out. Um, we will have some extra content uh, um, on there. Uh, we usually leave kind of our, our, uh, we the stuff that we that Jason cuts out of the episodes to make them flow a little bit better and um we usually will leave a little bit more of i guess you could say the uh, like director's cut i don't know like the yeah. like a kind of a uh, an extended there we go extended version extended cut of uh, of our show uh, you can find that on on Patreon um you can also there's a lot of really really awesome uh perks that you can pick up um Thank you. A lot of you guys have been patient with it because of COVID. A lot of our mailing out has actually been pretty slow. Um, the different vendors that we work with to get merch out to you with t-shirts, with, with, uh, you know, different things like that. We've got shirts, we've got merch, we've got, uh, stickers, we've got, um, lots of things like that available. Um, but uh, because of, of COVID, a lot of those things have been delayed. I believe most, if not all, of our current patrons do have all of their merch. If you do not have your merch, please message us on Patreon. Just shoot us a message to let us know that you haven't received yours yet, and we will double-check on the status of your delivery. And thank you for being patient. Again, some of those, uh, uh, some of the production and, and shipping has been delayed. Uh, because of of COVID, but we're working on it. Thanks for being patient with us, and we appreciate all the support there. Um, but uh, yeah, that's 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 really the you know the the ins and outs of the Patreon. If you, for just a couple of bucks a month, you can help us uh, produce a better show, help us to give better and better coverage to women's hoops. 
um, with, into a league that we consider the very best in the entire world, um, the best athletes, the best players, uh, and something that we absolutely love. Um, I'll go ahead and plug right now. The NWSL Challenge Cup is going on, and Steve from our show, as well as our other good friend Mike McPhee, are also are hosting that and putting out regular content there. Um, go ahead, and uh, we've been putting out some of their shows on our our podcast feed, but they do have their own podcast feed. We may not be be putting all their shows out on our feed. Um, so if you want to make sure you don't miss any NWSL content, go ahead and check out NWSL Nation on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever else you happen to prefer to listen to podcasts. Um, they put out a great product, um, and, uh, and NWSL was actually the official first league back. So make sure that you check that out as well. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's about all I've got. Any last thoughts, Logan, before we wrap this up? No, everybody keep, uh, keep safe wherever you are. Wear masks when you can. Uh, try to look out for your neighbors so we can get back to something like a regular uh, regular life and, and uh, regular sports again because I think we all miss that and we all need that. And uh, we want things to somewhat normalize again. Absolutely. Um, so we all, we all hope uh, you're doing your part and we hope you're doing well and staying safe. And we will keep you updated on anything new in terms of players' uh, activity as it comes available. And uh, we'll have a new episode out for you soon. Excellent. Well, for WNBA Nation, I'm Kyle Haywood. I'm Logan Jones. And we got you next time.